Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. If you're gonna be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, exercise, medications, and surgery. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctors. Have you heard of ProCare or just have you been living under a rock? ProCare is the very first bariatric multivitamin to develop a one-a-day vitamin. That's right. You heard it correctly. One a day. And they also have delicious dark chocolate calciums that are available during the winter months. That's right. So go to ProCareNow.com, get your calcium shoes, get your multivitamin, and use OSLP for a discount. What is Sequence? Well, Sequence is an at-home weight loss program. All you have to do is take the quiz, meet your clinician, get your prescription, and you're already on the way to a healthier you. I know when I felt hopeless with my regain, I joined right away. And I saw great results with Kel. So guess what? I joined. So go over to joinsequence.com right now. Use OSLP and you're going to get a discount. Are you feeling a little sluggish? Little lack of protein? Little lack of caffeine? Well, we got the fix for that. That's right. Dive Bar Nutrition has the best protein bars. They have caffeine, protein, and they taste delicious. So head on over to divebarnutrition.com and use code OSLP at checkout. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleep Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Mo. And we have a really cool event coming up. We do. Because, uh, you know, we can't go even one month without an event. I know. Um, but this one's free. That's right. So it's pretty cool. It's going to be in Atlanta at Connie Stapleton's house. Super excited because we spent um, a few, um, a few, a couple months ago. Yeah. In August, we yeah. stayed there for over a little over a week. Yeah. And it was so much fun. And we all sat around and talked about what we could do for the holidays. And we came up with a very, very Merry Christmas. Correct. Mel can't say it right. It's fine. I'm going to say it every time. Um, but we have some pretty cool things is the tickets are free. Yes. So if you are in the Atlanta area or would like to come to Atlanta for this event, go ahead and click the links below. Grab your tickets. We'd love to have you. We're going to have lots of different segments going on. Yep. So we're going to be doing a workout. We're going to be doing how to cook with a certain bar that we might be talking about today. Um, and then just lots of different fun things that are surrounding holidays and being a bariatric patient in the holiday. And one of the biggest things is, because you know, me and Kel are all about giving back to the community. Yes. Um, and so we also wanted to make sure the Toys for Tots were going to be there. And we actually will have them there. We'll have the Marines there. Um, so you can actually uh, come with your toys so you can bring it for the kids. Um, if you're not coming, you can go ahead and click in our link tree or the description below. There is an Amazon wish list for the Toys for Tots. Yes. And we really highly encourage you guys using that link. Get it sent over there because holidays can be really rough on fun families and we just want to help them. So yes. that was one of the main parts that we're making sure is in the works. Yeah, that means a lot to us. And we're also going to have our own show during the very, very Merry Christmas, of course. And we're going to actually going to have cocoa with the ProCare um, hot chocolate. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get to sit down and listen to Connie tell us the Grinch story. Yeah. And we're going to be in Christmas gear. Yes. It's going to be fun. Maybe onesies. Maybe one. We don't know yet. Yes. Um, But that is our big thing for December. And yeah. that's going to be on December 9th. That's right. So make sure that you clear your calendar, 
and that you come enjoy the event with us. Uh, the second thing is, is you need to go over to our website, oursleevelifepodcast.com. Um, sign up for the newsletters because that is where you're going to know all about these fun events that we throw. Um, and you're going to stay updated with all things OSLP. So they get to know first. They do. And not to mention, when you sign up, you get our free ebook. So, That's right. And we might be revamping that. So you might actually get another one, a new one. Yes. And that's going to be so cool. And part of there, like when you're on our website, there's actually a button that says join Patreon. It's up at the top. It's up at the top. And what Patreon is, is a way to give back to us so we can keep doing the podcast. Yeah. So, but we do have our favorite, favorite tier, which is the $7 tier. <laughs> it's called the Winner's Bench, where you get a support group with Kel and myself. <laughs> and they're with almost over 200 people. And it's men and women and it's all age groups that everyone's helping each other. Like they knew about us getting divorced. They help us with those processes. Like they understand our struggles and we're just there to help each other. It's yes. such a great group. It is a great group. Very supportive. Very knowledgeable. Yeah. As we learn things from there. There's some nurses in there. Yeah. There's actually a wound care nurse in there. Mm -hmm. There's like an anesthesiologist nurse or whatever they do. Yes. And the surgical team is wild. Yes. Yeah. So make sure you sign up for that. The last thing you need to do is go to YouTube. It's free. It's free. Type in our Sleep Life podcast. We are the only ones. And you need to click the bell and the subscribe button so you get notified when future videos like this one drop. Yeah. Because as we go back to our very, very Merry Christmas event, one of the sponsors of the event happens to be dive bar that's right and so we're actually going to be talking with phil himself professor phil and talking about all things dive bar because if you guys didn't know we had a bar that he created just for the just be you award that's right and it was so good that he brought it onto the website true and then it sold out well nice. also i do want to point out this is not like your dive bar near you this is like dive bar nutrition it is a protein bar so we have Phil on, and he's going to tell us all about it. Yes. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, Melanie. Kelly, what is that? Uh, <laughs> yes. there's, there's a Jennifer be, Benifer. Yeah, um, old From the 2000s, I remember Benifer. Yeah. Oh, my God, Benifer. Yeah. It was so funny back then. Yeah. Yeah. We've heard Melon, Melly or Kelly. Melly. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like Kelly makes more sense. Personally. But that's like crazy. I'm making it harder than it is. It's Sarah says it's Melly. Melly. Right? Melly. Melly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So Mel Kellen Kelly. Hi Melly. <laughs> there we go. Oh my god. This is unspiced coffee. Yes. yes. So can you tell us where this whole company started from? Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um the uh, the thing, a lot of folks this year, we have tremendous growth and a lot of folks don't know this tale, which is that I am a professor, but this whole thing kind of stems from my previous life. Um, there's a lot of plot twists behind the brand. Uh, I grew up on Long Island. At 22, I moved to LA. It's the aspirations of rock, musician, stardom, what have you. And uh, Love it. I gave it 10 years and at about 31 or two realized, all right, it's kind of not happening. I could play music and enjoy music forever, but 
uh, picked up some unhealthy habits along the way and uh, dove into fitness and health to sort of, right? And just coming from the retreat, you hear a lot about addiction transfer. So right. yeah. I went, okay, I'm not going to hang out with this crowd and do A, B, and C. I'll be at the gym. I uh, was a waiter and every other odd job in LA. So you meet personal trainers yeah. slash servers and bartenders and whatever, and um, learned how to utilize the gym and get into everything there. And then after um, a year of being a workout enthusiast, I wanted to help people. I got a personal trainer certification. Okay. And then after a few more years of that, it's um, very grueling work. This is all just, this is like 2010, 11, 12 YouTube was around, but they just started to pump people up and give them better tools for success. So it's crazy to think 10 years ago, there were just a few YouTubers promoting fitness. Really, not too many apps. It was still the tail end of like the DVDs, Insanity. uh, P90X was just fizzling, became Insanity. But I mean, 10 years ago, you could turn on TV, they had Insanity infomercials. I remember, yeah, so yeah. For better or worse, I was catching just the tail end of the old days, the olden days where just, hey, you're a trainer, you meet your client, you spend 45 minutes in the gym yelling at them and counting their push-ups, and you go on to the next person. And the problem with that was um, some folks want to work out before their office job, and some folks want to work out after their office job. So you're kind of like pulling your hair out, going crazy, underslept. And you've just got all day. It's great. You can stay in shape like a son of a bitch because you got all day to work out. But like you find yourself kind of strolling through the mall at 11 a.m. So I'm like, (laughs) this doesn't feel right. And then you get into the need for health insurance and want to take a vacation. You're just poop out of luck. So uh, I decided to go back, get a master's degree in exercise science. um, And with that degree... I got my job at a community college in New Mexico. Uh, okay. Shout out to Mesa Lands Community College. Uh, uh, only, I only resigned a year ago because I, I left the classroom setting six or so years ago. It was six okay. in the summer, wow. a few months back. But I continued to teach online courses to uh, both uh, incarcerated and uh, I had a spectrum of incarcerated um, they're big on dual enrollment, high school students who are getting college credit and wow. uh, your classic, uh, community college student, um, which can be, you know, 18 to 55, 60 on occasion with a couple of folks in their sixties. Wow. Um, but I, I've fully resigned, uh, obviously resigned from the classroom six years ago to do the bars. So, yeah. um, I always have to kind of put that couple minutes out there because, I'll then say so it'll make whatever I say next will make a little bit more sense because people are like wait what L- Long Island and but L.A. what what New Mexico? you're all over the map we went to New the Mexico. fucking boxes Florida what is going on I kind of ought to be like I'm not a Flor I'm not Florida man I'm not a Florida guy I'm a Floridian so no. I'm a little uh, more cultured and progressive than some people might think from the return address on the thing. <laughs> So, what was the question? <laughs> no, I actually do have one from like a little back ago. Oh, so when you were a musician, yeah, that's how far I'm going back. What what were you doing? Were you like guitarist? Were you a singer? Were you a writer? Like, what was that? So um, this is a good. This is the fun personal stuff that nobody knows, and it's uh, 
come up at a freaking, you know, exhibiting booth or whatever. No, it doesn't. You're under the microscope, when I when I grew up on Long Island, I don't know if you guys are into this uh, scene, if you will, sound, and some people may or may not know what the hell we're talking about, but you know, it was a late night, these teens slash young adult prior right. to California. So <clears throat> I was in this kind of indie emo band before emo became what we know, you know, it's kind of this goth thing and eyeliner and all that makeup <laughs> you may not know this we just i was gothic in a school in high school with the eyeliner and i thought one of you i thought one of you guys told me that, that and that's all hey i mean later i was wearing eyeliner in la and painting my nails i met my wife complimenting her on her nails and she's like what i'm like do you do your nails this way or that way because <laughs> i love it but so yeah, with Long Island in the late 90s. Now that's a scene that would produce bands that some people might know. Taking Back Sunday, Movie Life, Brand New. Um, and then uh, across the bridge in Jersey, you had Thursday, My Chemical Romance, stuff like that. My Chemical Romance, yeah. Um, yeah, those are great bands. Um, and I'm probably up. Uh, Dear friend of mine, uh, Glassjaw is a, kind of a cult following. Glassjaw is kind of like the unsung um, precursor to my chem. The used, used was not a Long Island band, or closer to you guys, Utah band. But um, Glassjaw was probably just a little too real and a little too aggressive, where three years later, there was like 80% singing, 20% screaming. Uh-huh. Glassjaw, it was 80, it was like 50 50. It was a little, little abrasive. But they were signed to Warner Brothers. They have a whole crazy roller coaster ride. And it ended up on Warner Brothers in 01, I want to say, or two. Wow. By the guy who kind of made the sound famous. He was um, the guy who signed. What's the fucking guy that's from Iowa? They all wear murderer masks. Slipknot. Oh, Slipknot. Yeah. Okay. The guy who signed, I believe, there's a whole twisted thing. They're working with the producer who discovered Slipknot. And then they were signed to Warner Brothers by this guy that had some luck with another band. It's his ancient history to me. But these guys, I got to just give them a shout out. They, they Alternative Press or whatever the hell other music magazine still counts. Like once a year, they're like the top 50 albums of all time. And Glastro hit bit like number 39 or something. It'll be like, wow. this is like, well, launch the sound and you could catch interviews with like Gerard from my chem being like, yeah, we used to love my glass jaw and all this, but here's where it's funny. Cause I have a good sense of humor. So it's like summer of 1999. <clears throat> None of this shit happened yet. And my band was going to move to LA. And, uh, you gotta remember in 1999, California's blowing up again because it's the post grunge thing. So now it's yeah. no doubt social distortion, bad religion, Offspring, all bands that had existed for 10 plus years. Yep. Bad Religion was 20 by... I know all of those. Yeah, but but I'm like, dude, we got, what are we doing? We're in, living in the shadows of New York. We're like 30 miles outside of New York City. I'm like, we have to go to freaking California. Yeah. Like these guys, these people in the bars here, they want to just hear you cover Billy Joel and the Beatles. And I love that stuff, but it's not a music career. They want to no. give you $100 and free beer to play, you know, the shit that... People want to know. Yeah. Um, and the band, my band was in, and then they all kind of trickled and fizzled out. And I just remember standing around looking at 
a few of them, if not all, and I'm like, guys, we live in a suburb of New York City. Nobody wants to hear a bunch of 20-year-olds from Long Island playing emo. No one even knows what the fuck it is. I'm going to California, and you better come with me. And they're like, we're, we're good. And then I'm in California. I'm, like, serving tables and delivering food. Every time I go to the mall, like, taking back Sundays on TV at the Vans sneaker store and playing over Hot Topic. I don't live, I, I'm not an envious person, but it was a strange feeling for, like, six, seven years having like the hardest economic years of adulthood and like all your friends back in the burbs are like 26, 7, 8 and doing the suburban thing. They're married, bought a home, had a kid, got a promotion. And you're like, yeah, I was delivering food and um, reminded my friends who stayed back in our hometown, our rock stars now, like for the hundredth time. So, um, uh, who else feels like portion control is the number one hurdle in a weight loss journey? I know I do, <laughs> but that is why we go to Portion Perfection to get all of our needs met because they have cups, they have bowls, and they even have recipes for us. It's so nice. They also have the kit and carry, which is perfect for on-the-go portion control. So click the link below and get yours today. Are you located in the Florida area? Well, we have the perfect office for you. Dr. Fridley and his wife, Macy, have created the perfect, welcoming, and safe place for your bariatric journey. That's right. So click on the link below to start your weight loss journey now. And don't forget to tell them that the OSLPs girls sent you. Who else feels like portion control is the number one hurdle in a weight loss journey? I know I do, <laughs> but that is why we go to Portion Perfection to get all of our needs met because they have cups, they have bowls, and they even have recipes for us. It's so nice. They also have the kit and carry, which is perfect for on-the-go portion control. So click the link below and get yours today. That's what I, I did tell you what I did. I played no, guitar didn't. in that thing. <laughs> There we go. The answers will be more concise. Okay. And I played okay. guitar in that band. And then I okay. went out to LA. And after a few years, I just kind of a lot of crazies and uh, narcissists in LA. So after a few years, like a year and a half of trying to put a band together or join a band, I actually got fed up with it. Spent about three years writing screenplays, amateur, yeah. trying to sell them for big bucks to movies yeah. to be never, never got anywhere. And then um, a very weird thing happened, right? So 05, I think Guitar Hero, right, is the hit yep. video game. Yeah. It's like all this 80s rock is like classic rock. So every 16-year-old is like wearing a Guns N' Roses t-shirt. After I'm like, oh, you get like, wait a minute. Guns N' Roses, but I thought you got laughed at for wearing that. Anybody of my age can remember one day it was grunge. You pack up your Guns N' Roses t-shirt and you don't. You know, ACDC is a joke. You don't want to be seen with an ACDC shirt. But by like 05, 06, there were all these young kids, uh, not kids, nowadays you have to watch what you say, 18 to 21-year-olds going to shows, concerts in like Hollywood, California. There's a number of bars that'll have all ages. And so kind of blurring the boundaries. You could have 18-year-olds. Sometimes you have an all-ages show and it is kids. Um wearing this stuff and then they start forming bands so this movement of 18 year olds like teasing their hair like Nikki Six or Johnny Thunders black 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 clothes and actually a guy that I never played with him my band performed 
with his band. We're all now, we're, it's freaking 2006, 7, 8. We look like Motley Crue, the cover of Girls, Girls, Girls. <laughs> Cowboy boots outside the skinny jeans, right? Motorcycle oh jackets and vests, hair like this, eyeliner, guy liner, mascara, black mask. And a guy who played in another band, my friend's band, uh, is Ashley Purdy, who is the bass player of Black Veil Brides. One day he just stopped hanging out. And then like a couple months goes by. I'm like, hey, where's that dude, Ashley? He hasn't been around. They're like, oh, he hooked up with these guys in Orange County. They got some like new school hot topic type thing. It's like that new metal where they, you know, all have like the crooked emo haircut, but they're playing like the stretch it. And I'm and then relive that all over again. I'm in the mall in Burbank, California, <laughs> and the teens have black veil bra. I'm like, I know the guy on the shirt. Yeah, that's that's wild. That's wild. So, guitar. Yeah. And had a lot of fun. But if you want to get famous, just take me out for hot wings and a Coke because all my friends get famous. <laughs> nice. Love it. Well, that's why you were friends with you. Yes. You're going to be famous. I was watching the pod in Washington, D.C., and I'm like, this is going to be the next Clumpy Daddy. I love it. I love it. I would love for that to happen. I know. Yes. So, okay. So let's fast forward. You left or you were, how did the bar come? Like, how did the company come around? So just to anyone who's endured that, I hope it was entertaining. Here's Here's the fast track to the bars. I'm in New Mexico, and actually this even precedes that. When I was getting my master's in Pennsylvania, I tried to make, I wanted to make better protein bars. It was 2014. It was Quest Mania. I didn't love everything in the Quest bar. We're not, not Quest in a Yeah, and a lot of yeah. people over time now, since eight years ago, nine years ago, are really disenfranchised with the brand. So I wanted to make something better, and a lot of failed attempts throughout 2014, and I'm a I am broke ass. I'm 35, racking up college debt. I was actually on welfare. I was in Pittsburgh. I was in the fucking 80% discount electric bill program and okay. doing the form. And the lady's like, you want food stamps? I'm like, no, I I, I can be, I feel awkward. I could feed myself. She's like, you might as well take it because someone else will. And we got the budget for it. And everyone who gets the electric bill discount gets food stamps. It's like a package deal. Yeah. And yeah. um, you know, the new thing at that time, fraud. She's like, someone's going to just get it and then sell it because there's these little independent delis in market. She's like, they're going to sell it and take it, feed yourself. I'm like, All yeah. Right. So, on the, uh, so wait, this might be a revelation. I probably bought the first peanut butter with government assistance and the protein. Yes. I remember- you know what? I remember buying the protein powder at the Giant Eagle, the big grocery chain in Pittsburgh. And I get to the checkout and I'm like, I wonder if this is covered by, this should not be covered, right? You can right. get eggs, you're on a jam and you need to feed yourself. And the lady's like, and I, I'm, I forget, it was like certain shit didn't come up. She'd be like, all right, this part of your bill is yeah. food stamp and pay your, pay your shit with your own money. And the card swiped, the debit, they give you like the snap card. Yeah. And they bought everything bought. I was like, oh shit. I felt like yes. I something. Yeah. So actually, born from a welfare assistance program. Um but the That's bars insane. weren't good. The bars were not good. So oh, okay. I had to land the job. I was really making like a protein budge. And if the, the bars are 
fudgy or taffy-like now, but it was just fudge. We were a, a ways off. So, so end up make it yourself. Yeah, this is in my apartment in Pittsburgh. Okay. Wow. Wow. And you just like cooking or baking? And so you just thought to try it? Or I was like, you're just tired. Ah, okay. All right. I didn't like the bars too much. And I'll tell you, too, like, if I had a, a friend or a girlfriend, I would have probably not even done any. I didn't have, I had dated here and there, Sprague, but I had like no routine mm-hmm. friendship or uh, companionship of any sort. So this was kind of my go to uh, hobby. I like it. Yeah, it was yeah. hobby. Fun. Yeah, I bring. I, I was a volunteer. It's important. It's important. And I'd bring him into the volunteer job at the fitness center, Cal U, which is a weird name, California University of Pennsylvania, in a small town incorporated as California, Pennsylvania. I think some wise ass was like, "Y'all are going west. This is my California," and he just bought some like hillside town in the country outside why does that not surprise me yeah and then the way they named the public schools in pennsylvania is it's blank the name of the town university of pennsylvania like i grew up in new york it's everything is suny state university of new york and then you end it with the name of the town suny buffalo suny albany suny oh weird stony brook but in pennsylvania town name University of Pennsylvania, so California University of Pennsylvania. It gets very confusing because people went and you lived in California, but then yeah. you went to California University. That's I that of Pennsylvania. Yeah, so they were Pittsburgh. Okay, all right, Pittsburgh. But I got a lot of feedback from the students. All the while, I'm volunteering in the fitness center. I'm 35 or six years old, and they're, I'm, my, my colleagues are kids, right? They're 20. Now, <laughs> did you get fucked up last night? Oh, yeah, I think I screwed Jane. I'm like, what? So everyone's got their hangover cures. So I'm like, oh, all right. And I had a few from my rock and roll band days. I'm like, if we could get all this shit, electrolytes from Gatorade, potassium from a banana, caffeine from the coffee, try to mimic the protein and fats from an omelet um, and a little piece of toast. So people... Uh, on occasion have their gripes with the whole wheat fiber in the toast, but we're trying to mimic an egg sandwich, a sausage and egg sandwich with cheese. Like it's kind of, you know, uh, so that's kind of the long, but that's where it comes full circle. So then dot, dot, dot summer of 15, I'm hired in New Mexico. The loneliness in Pittsburgh is exponentially turned up in small town, New Mexico. This was not Santa Fe or Albany. Uh, excuse me, Albuquerque, those towns were like two and a half hours away. We were just at the edge of um, Texas. So when you picture Texas has the little top hat square on the top. Yeah, yeah. Amarillo is kind of the only actual city in the center. And I was just over the New Mexico side of the state line. Okay. Yeah, because Amarillo is like right. Yeah. Yeah. At the top of the square. So then um, I had the opportunity and now the income and just a modest teacher's income but the rent yeah. there was 300 bucks a month for a little, oh uh yeah. bedroom like a adobe bungalow house oh. so i was like i'm gonna mess around with this again and through the 15 to the 16 winter and fall of 15 i pretty much perfected the formula that's okay. still 95 percent what what folks buy and eat today wow and nice. 
launched a website in February of 16, um, incorporated March of 16, procured our trademark for one of those two months in that year as well. And so um, that's really the recognized by the feds, um, although because the different brands. The time government. Yeah. Yeah. 16, February, March of 16 is the actualization of the brand. And then uh, wow. I did it for about about a year and a few months. Um, was good getting... in your apartment or in your well? Place? So it's funny. I had to make the bars at the Elks Lodge. I probably could have made them in the apartment. And in all honesty, people who got free samples might have had a few that were made in my apartment. But any bar that I collected money for was made at the Elks Lodge, which is like a Moose Lodge or a VFW. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was so I I at the you know, at the community college I ran the fitness center. So I was the health professor. There's very small staff and a very small budget. So I was also the director of the fitness center and the physical fitness and education program. So wow. I had an office in the gym. So I had an office in the gym and the school was, um, the town was so small. I don't want to say the school. I don't want to poop on the school. It was a great school, but the town was so small. Community members could join the gym. Typically a community college, they might let you, they, might take outsiders and say, okay, you can enroll for non-credit and you can learn photography or you can learn how to do weightlifting, but you have to be enrolled in this class. Right. Uh, it's not common. You see, you could go to your community college and go, I want to join the gym. They'll be like, well, here's the new student forms and pick a class, you know? Yeah. We would let folks join the gym because there were basically no gym options. There was a little franchise gym that always had financial challenges. It'd be open for two months and closed for a month. The landlord would lock the owner out. It was a roller coaster of drama. So, so we were the town gym. So I got to know everyone in there. And I'm giving them protein bars. Hey, try this one. Tell me what you think of that. And somebody, long story short, goes, Hey, you know, you need a per I heard you need a permitted kitchen. And I was ready to drive. To like Albuquerque every weekend for two and a half hours and find a place. I'm sure, you know, use some space for startups to make food. Yeah. And they're like, you know, we we have a a, a restaurant approved permitted kitchen. Uh join the Elks. So I gotta pay a hundred bucks. I go to some creepy dark room. They swear us in like we're in a cult, like we're doing skull and bones at yeah, Yale. And very weird. It's very yeah. weird. <laughs> they fucking scared me. There's like dead elks all over the thing. So as I'm going in, the guy who I knew from the gym, he's like are you ready? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Why is this like, it's a little weird. And he's like, don't get weirded out. The final moment where you pledge the elk in front of you, the lights will come on and a laser will shoot out. But it's only fucked up like three or four guys in a hundred years. And I'm like, and he's like, I'm bid and I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now we have an Elks Lodge here, but I didn't, you've been in it. I've been in it because my ex-father-in-law was a member and it it's fucking creepy. I'm not going to lie. No. I went to one Easter there and it was fucking creepy and I didn't like it and I did not go back. <laughs> oh my God. It's so good. I forgot. All that. And I don't know what that one was like. You know, I mentioned a moment ago, uh, assorted kind of whatever, you know, dating that, you know, obviously I left Pittsburgh. So somebody I had like two dates with or three, the second one will say, I don't, I, I didn't stop seeing them because of this, but she goes, 
oh, let's go. I think she said the Moose Lodge, but it might have been Elks. Kind of mm-hmm. think it was Elks. She goes, but let's go to the whatever lodge. It's uh whatever, cheap drink night, right? It's like $2 taco, $2 beer. Right. Yeah. So we go. Now, this one was on the edge of downtown Pittsburgh. It was when one of the more urban developed parts of like historic Pittsburgh. So it was kind of, it was entertaining. It was a blend of like 26-year-olds who want to get hammered for $8. And you had like guys, the story, keep in mind, is like eight years old. You had guys who like fought in like Korea in World War II, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Rail veteran thing. And they're doing this Western Pennsylvania. There's like a band with a ukulele doing like whatever the hell, like, yes. But the fucking lights were on. It was enjoyable to whatever extent. In New Mexico, I ended up in like the second visit hanging. I wanted to hang out too because they would look, they'd look at me. I had like neon clothes, workout clothes. I'm like, oh, the FAG from Los Angeles is here. Like, I was like, somebody's going to beat me. And oh my god me. so i mean they're like you're unwed at 35 i got you and you know it's a lot of- oh shit <laughs> oh my god I so this. i wanted to befriend everyone i didn't you know i didn't want to, anyone to be like oh you're doing your little side business in our kitchen you know so and i i started hanging around and i knew a lot of the people because a lot of my colleagues were were the members so it ended up okay, but it was the the Pittsburgh Lodge to the New Mexico, small town New Mexico one. It was dimly lit. It hadn't been renovated since 1964. You know what I mean? It was that. Yeah. No. They smoke in there like a chimney. I don't know what if it's county or state, but the New Mexico one just, you left stinking like an ashtray. Ugh. And so, um, yeah, it was... Uh, I sacrifice a lot. I use a kitchen. I go on my lunch break because the whole town was, it was a sizable town, but there was two traffic lights in the whole town. So I go to the Elks Lodge and um, I probably pushed my luck because I was a professor. So I had a little bit of flexibility, a couple of lunch breaks that ran an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes. But I'd go make a couple of dozen bars, clean up. I mean, that was all I could make in the hour and a half window. Right. Meet up and get back to work. And um, a lot of times in the evenings they had, you know, it was grilled cheese night and hot dog night. So I could, I had to go on my lunch breaks and a couple of weekends. Um, So that's the humble beginnings. It really was started with a bag of protein powder and uh, a peanut butter purchase with a, a welfare program. Wow. Welfare assistance. I love it. In Pittsburgh. Uh how did you get the name? Okay, what so the name, having said everything I said, my background yeah. is rock musician turned professor, turned, you know, rock musician turned trainer turned professor. Yeah. I'm trying to give the, the young kiddos at the college a hangover cure. And so I'm sitting there. This go, This is actually, I think this was Pittsburgh. Um, early 15, Pittsburgh, and I'm going... High voltage bar. I also in LA, I live like around the corner from Kat Von D's tattoo shop, high voltage ink. So I'm going like, I'm trying to picture, I'm like, I want to convey this is for like crazy mofos and, you know, high voltage bar. I'm picturing like lightning bolts with high voltage. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm just stealing Kat Von D's 
tattoo shop. And then uh, I'm like, bar, bar. And then I just remember being like, fuck, we always hung out in dive bars. I spent the last thousand hours of my life in a dive bar. Yeah. Um, I like I asked your friends, hey, is this going to make you think of scuba diving? And like, well, if the visuals are not, you know, if you don't sell it in a fucking scuba gear right, school yeah, or, yeah. You know, on the Bahama Islands, you'll be fine. And so that's kind of where we went all in on that. And then I may have shared with you, I thought that, you know, it's it's interesting because you guys represent the bariatric community. You're a strong part of it. The bars were just discovered by some people within the bariatric community, uh, summer of 17, spring of 17. I thought, you know, for the first year and a half, I just went Instagram, like hashtag gym, gym life, gym memes, da, da, da. Yeah. and everybody who was just some asshole on steroids, yeah. some big booby lady, mode. Yeah. and now all it was beast mode <laughs> mania that year. And I'd give them a pair of bars. Okay. And I just, and on occasion, I just thought, I don't know if there was like a surfer pro or a UFC fighter, um, but that's what I was targeting. My my business model was monster energy drink, Red Bull, crazy sports, riding a dirt bike out of a plane. And um, that was extreme. Yeah, extreme, extreme sports. And it ended up, uh, this is a much happier um, life for all involved, but it's resonated with folks who are on a lifelong journey of wellness and health and people in the bariatric community seem to have enjoyed us. We have outside of bariatric weight watchers. Um, like I said, just it's, it's funny cause it's actually kind of back to my roots. When I was a personal trainer, um, I put myself through a little one year of hell trying to get the flat stomach just to see if I could do it. But I was never the perfect. I was very fit, but I I didn't do that whole perfect, chiseled, sculpted, sculpted thing. I I got like three pictures of me. I was like, I've been starving for fourteen weeks, and then I'm like, <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now, yeah, yeah. But uh, but my clients ranged from being twenty pounds overweight and a couple of folks. Yeah, you know, I would like to drop fifteen pounds for the wedding. A number of them, obesity. 50 to 150 pounds and we made awesome progress. I, I'm probably too nice to be in this business. I don't ever feel like exploiting that. And they're for a lot of them have become friends uh, if they weren't before. And I don't, I don't want to say, you know, let me show off. That was fitness and their hard work and my coaching, you know, I don't want to attribute that to the bars. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We have heard number of success stories outside of my former clients that yeah, they I, have had the success and they attribute it to the bars and they they on their own accord showcase that. So yeah, how has it been being in the community, the bariatric community, and seeing everybody just love the bars? Like even at the retreat, like we were looking at your guys's table and you guys always had people around it, like always around it, wanting to know what it's about or saying that they loved your bars. All of it is awesome. I mean, it's so, um, you know, every now and then yeah, I, I, it sounds so, again, I don't film this. There's a, a woman who is not Dana from devotion who owns a brand fucking crying on her social media. Every other 
post, you know, they attacked me. I'm so flattered. They attacked me. I'm so she cries. She manages to cry a lot. Okay. But, and so I don't, again, just like, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to exploit people probably that as much as would be good for business. Um, I don't want to exploit my own, uh, what do you call it? Shook up tears, you know, at yeah. the, both your, uh, JBY awards and the retreat, there were two times at each of them I was on the verge of tears because people are looking you in the eye saying this product has helped me, you know, and I, I, I don't know if I shared this with you guys. I have some family members who were early, um, patients, bariatric oh. patients. I, I, I'll say early, I'm open to being schooled on the history of bariatric surgery, but we're talking folks who did their surgeries in 03, 04, 03, yeah. 04, and 05. Yeah. And uh, to, to you know, classic case of some some results and success right away, no community, no support system, and fall back to old habits. And that's something I've shared. I don't know if I've ever said that on a microphone. I've never said it on our social media. Uh, yeah. It's not for anybody's anything. I might have shared it with a couple of folks in person. So, you know, for a guy who, um, I always say I've, I've had weight battles. I'm in one right now. I gotta, I gotta get it. I don't feel well. Huffing and puffing across the freaking, you know, oh, no. uh, I do my cardio, my thighs are chafed. I'm like, I've got to, you know, I've been at a desk job. This has been a true 55 hour week desk job for a year and a half. Yeah. You you know, be careful what you wish for, right? So yeah. it's like, oh, it's growing. It's 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 paying off. We're out of debt. We're in the clear. And now I'm like, oh, wait, I was the guy they looked to for fitness and advice. And now I'm being inspired by the people at the, the retreats and the award shows. I'm like, yeah, go them. I'm going home and hitting that freaking treadmill. You got me off my ass, you know? Aren't they so just inspiring? Like going through the retreat weekend and doing all those interviews. Like I remember looking at Kelly be like, I'm going to get back on it. I can feel it. And like, I want, I want to be on that damn row machine again. I want to be on that elliptical again. And I felt it just hearing people's stories. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to just suck it up. Stop giving myself excuses to get my ass back in the gym. Because I thoroughly do enjoy it once I'm there. It's always getting there. It's the getting there that's the problem. Yeah. And there's so many other things that need your attention that it's hard to justify taking that time out for yourself. And I'm guilty of it too because I've been talking for like two years to get back into yoga. I'm not even joking. It's <laughs> true story. And I and getting close to her day to actually doing it. But it's hard to justify because it's like, okay, if I start yoga now, I could do that for an hour or I could be on, I could do work, work. do this. I can get these things done in an hour. But ultimately it's good because we are able to see people in a different light and they give us inspiration because they take out the time to take care of themselves. Yep. And through like, the podcast listening to us through eating the dive bars like through that it's giving them the push yep to continue and be healthy for themselves and so they're kind of paying it forward to us well and what's funny you're gonna laugh at this though like during the just be you weekend right we had our bars and that's what we lived on we literally yeah. are you gonna protein shake in the morning we're having dive bars in the in the not afternoon after yeah. time one time I had two, I was like, I'm just so fucking hungry and these are delicious. 
Yeah. Like, uh, we were stuck in traffic for 45 minutes. I'm like, I have to eat something. Yeah. yeah. So, and then they were still talking. I'm like, I'll sneak in another one. Yeah. Um, but what was funny is our crew that is not used to this lifestyle yeah. at all <laughs> are like, every time they would hang out with each other, they're like, when do we get food? I can't just live on dive bars and protein chips. <laughs> they're like, so anytime they can go scatter away, they're like, all right, they're going to go get food together. Yeah, they went to Costco to pick up food for like the pre, like it was the day of the award show. Yeah. And, or they were, it was the day before and they were picking up all the food for, from Costco. And I guess two of them, Katie and Shelby, look at my boyfriend, Zach, who was with us. And they're like, hey, we're going to go to Costco. Do you want to go? And he kind of was like, eh. And they're like, we're going to get food. And he's all, hell yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, I mean, he's like, we, they all said they love the dive bar. Uh, Shelby and Katie, literally Katie's the one that was on the live with us. Yes. Um, and tried them all. And Shelby, I yeah. have them in my lunch, uh, not lunch, my fruit bowl. And Katie's like, not Katie, Shelby's like, can I, ha- like, are those up for free gra- uh, grabs? I'm like, yes, they are. Yeah. So she's like, yeah. been taking them too. So it's just really funny that they're all like, we love the dive bar, but we're like, they're not used to. Well, and what we do, Katie like, actually had me us bring some so I could bring them to her. Yep. Because she was like, I wasn't fast enough, and they went out they, and they were sold out. And so, can you bring me some? And I'm like, Yes, we have extra. We have my some. Although we're almost out. We are almost out. So. All right. You see, yeah. There's that. Okay, there's. You might have. You might have more soon. That's right, guys. While you're listening to the Thanksgiving, depends. Week. There should be some. There could they could be already all sold out. Exactly. Not they you don't know. We don't know. But yeah, we don't know. We can't. We're not. We're not psychics, and we don't own a DeLorean. Nope. With one point twenty one gigawatts. That's old joke. Back See, to the future. You the gigawatts. Yeah, uh, I get it now. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Well, but it, it should be gigawatts, right? But the nineteen eighty four or five when they made that movie, the guy just goes one point twenty one gigawatts. But you said it once in a pod, or you say it sometimes. So Gigawatt guy is his handle. That's his handle. And we Gigawatt guy interviewed him today. Yeah, and Kelly's like, "What's up with the Gigawatt?" And yeah, I was like, "What is a Gigawatt?" And he's like, "What do you mean it's a Gigawatt?" And he's like, "It's from Back to the Future, my favorite trilogy." And I was like, "Kelly, Gigawatt's an actual unit of measure for electricity." And she's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't know." Yeah, I learned that. I tell you the last time I watched. I actually did learn that from Back in the Future. Yeah, I did. When Doc and them were what, trying. He says gigawatt. He says gigawatt instead of gigawatt. Wrong. And the whole yeah. crew just let it go. Nobody. Yeah. What this? They had no Google. That. <laughs> so. But, Sorry, we squirrel. Anyway. Um, they did not. But. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. We got. I don't know where I went with that. That's but okay. yeah, I feel the community has embraced us, and I like. I like everyone I met has been so affable and sincere. And I told a few folks in my personal conversations uh, last month and at KBY the month before. Anyone who just heard the timeline of all the shit I've been yapping for thirty, forty minutes. Um, we brought the product to market in summer of 16, and we were discovered by the bariatric community around a year later, spring or summer, early summer, actually, of 17. And the bariatric community that was social media fueled in 17 was a very different one. And it was yeah. um, 
it started with a lot of love and good vibes and through a series of events, envy, social media envy, you're getting the comments and attention and the DMs of the person I like, you danced with my wife, you kissed my husband, um, and then there was some political divide. It was a very, politics became volatile and um, I don't know anybody's politics in this scene right now, the community, because everyone's responded by their health and their yep. concerns. And it unraveled. I think that was, that was, that doesn't even say the nail in the coffin, but that was, it was a lot of backstabbing and I want attention and you were my friend and then you did this. But that was another component. There was a little bit of the political thing and like that. I mean, they were all lifting each other up for two years. And it just unraveled in a matter of months, probably yeah. eight or six months. I mean, that's what, what can really happen to a community, though, when stressors are happening that are out of your control. Because we were told that that's kind of happened, like the cycle does that. And, um, and I understand with 2020, so much happened. Yeah, it was like doomsday year. Yeah. yeah. And I think that really turned a lot of people because you got to see people's true colors, whether you were the, the vaxxer or non-vaxxer and all those types of things were happening. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Um, for us, we had all those wildfires for one whole, yeah. our skies were literally red. Like it looked like we were going to die. It was yeah. yeah. Crazy. I have photos of it. Yeah. Um, but I'm just glad that like, like, yeah, we actually got scared. done with the episode reporting. Yeah. Walked out back with our producer and I was like, what is this? Because there was ash falling from the sky. Yep. And the sky was gray and orange and red. And I remember Marcus looking, uh, and this is where it ends. Yeah, like, like, this is where we end. And I was like, don't. There is No, yeah, no, I don't. It was, it was. And then I left. Mm-hmm. I went to, I think, Missouri. Yep. But I was there for like probably four or five days. It's funny because you have a photo of me be like, ah, to the red. And then you see me three days later, like, ah. Yes. Um, so I do have a question about the bar itself. Okay. So what what is the base of the bar? Because everyone thinks it's a, something a little different. They're like, is it almond butter? Is it peanut butter? Is it both? Like what how does it how is the bar even made? I didn't even realize that you put protein powder in the bar. Which yeah, makes yeah, yeah. Done. So I have to. Unfo- All right. So no, I know. Look at that face. Like, why are gigawatt moment? I know. Okay. Yeah, that's your yeah. gigawatt moment. Gigawatt. gigawatt. Um. So I have Ooh. to. I have to give the. Uh, I'll give three quarters of an answer because unfortunately, in recent times, uh, more than ever, there's been proprietary infringement and predatory actions and. Uh, um. In my earliest year doing this, uh, first couple of years, you know, I'd get DMs from people. I want to start a thing. No one would ask the formula per se. Not that you asked the formula. No. But it would say, if, if I mix this and this, what will happen? Do you think I should mix it? And I'm like a dumbass. I'm, I'm answering. You're and answering then they have it. a protein bar company in six months. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that's what they were getting at. So, um, but. Here's what I say now that I kind of have a little, uh, unfortunately, have to implement a little bit of a, a defensive wall. Uh, you know, all the ingredients are on the bar. There's whey protein uh, depicted there. Um, 
depending on the flavor, and uh, I would hope anybody with an allergy is looking at the back uh, of the bar. Or and he's looking at that. Yeah. Yes. Please. Um, you know, it's a blend. It's hard to answer because it's, it's just, you know, if anyone who listened to this, you know, you could kind of figure out, you, you whip everything together and see what happens. And at some point, something gets cooked. But that's the... Uh, <laughs> that's the that's the public answer. Um, it's all got all that stuff that we say it has, and you do some stuff when they're all mixed together in a certain order, the right way, and the, some parts are you know maybe cooked. And uh, good luck with your business, fuckers. Um, <laughs> Not the best answer ever. Yes, but it's fair. Yeah, but so yeah, I mean that's kind of it, and. That's as much as I could say. It's it's it, it, good luck to everyone because man, it was a hell of a journey. As I said, I started this thing. I whatever the math math said, I, I was thirty eight, seven, thirty eight when it became a business. I couldn't do it probably if I was married at that time. Yeah, um, and I probably I know kids, a career. I mean, I the first ounce of a career in my life, I, I procured that at thirty six. I left it at thirty seven and a half so there was potential to make it my full-time job and having been a rock musician slash uh delivery guy restaurant server and all that i was like well, what is this we're gonna live on fucking 300 a week yeah yeah Duh. i've been doing that for fucking 38 years so yeah like, uh, was it, yeah yeah so there was a little bit of a punk rock diy to it and uh and so that's kind of you know uh the genesis of the bar and the bar has a base as I will, will, will answer extend that answer to you. You know, you can see if you, if you had five, six, seven, ten 10 bars in front of you, there's a lot of commonalities to our base protein batter that we start with. And it's just right now there's just a divergence. Some are peanut butter, some are almond butter. And then again, there's sort of a formulation and procedures to it. Um, and then it's wrapped into a uh, candy bar wrapping machine, and you get it as a rectangle. That's okay. right. You do. I like it. I like That's it. Our bar. Kelly approved. Kelly approved. It is Kelly approved. Yeah, they look like this. If you're on YouTube, you can see this. I ate all mine, but this is I did. I ate all mine too. Yeah. It's further away from me to reach. Yeah. No, I got mine. Um, they're gorgeous. Um, but but they're delicious. And they're delicious. And I think so. in the air fryer. So we did a whole test on that. And it's like two to three minutes and it's free. It's really cool. So it like it's all crusty around the side, like a crisp crust. And then it's like yeah, yeah. super warm and cool. It's, it's like a, a, a warm cookie. Yeah. All right. Keep it I'll, simple. Warm. I'll have you guys a warm microwave them? No. Before the air fryer, people would microwave them. And I, I got so hooked on air frying. I went to microwave it today and I, I, I burnt it. I, know, <laughs> I forgot like, the, I don't know how long ago. Yeah, I forgot the recipe. Oh but if anybody's God. on social, I'll bet people are watching and can put in comments their little tricks because we get them sent over to us. We get tagged in the microwave, air fry, different little things they use them for. Waffle, the little um, dash waffle press, the little- Yeah, and we have those. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to try it. Yeah. That'll be one that has- We'll put all your bars in our little wall for maker. It'll be really wall cool. maker, and then we'll be bouncing off the walls. That's again. right. Um, so there are more than just the bars on your website, also. 
So I saw yes. the protein powders. So you guys make your own protein powder? And nut butters. Correct. So the protein powder is outsourced. Um, okay. Meaning it's not outsourced as much as it's a uh, private label. It's made for us. We okay. manufacture, we have the repackaging facility. So we're just taking something that is made for us, putting it into our packaging, which is common practice. Yeah, that's in, normal. Yeah. Um, you what know, flavors do you have? I don't even know. We have um, vanilla, latte, strawberry, chocolate, and cookies and cream. Now, I should add um, the powders, as one might imagine, are a very minuscule portion of our business. Yes. And... Uh, if you're watching, when is this Tuesday this next week, Thanksgiving yep. time, mm -hmm. there might be, we may phase them out for 2024. Try them. They're delicious. It's really just an issue of, we need to dedicate more of our production hours to making bars. Yeah. So okay. we're kind of going, all right, do we want to take, uh, several hours per week and have people weigh bags and, you know, we, um, we do that. We have a lot of advanced machinery for the bars. The protein powder, we're still doing by hand, weigh it, seal it. We got a heat oh. thing for the FDA ah. beds. Um, okay. So we're on the fence. Uh, okay. If we will have protein powder in 2024, okay. but you mentioned nut butters. And yes, um, we heard about that. we've had them for quite some time. Okay. That's just one of those crazy kind of serendipitous things where we're at a crossroads. Um, we could get a discount for um, almond and peanut butter if we bought like X amount more because um, we we're buying it for the bars. So I was like, you know what? We we might as well just make a nut butter line to fulfill this contract with the nut guys, the yeah. nut butter people. And uh, so we launched like two flavors. Yeah, it's been it's been a success, um, as you know, and maybe hopefully some of the uh, followers, audience, viewers know. We've been so swamped for the last year. Um, we've introduced a few more flavors. They've gotten almost zero um, promotion marketing. You know, we we brought them to the uh, retreat, and people are going, "Oh, you made you just started." Made. I'm like, "No, we they're <laughs> there. You could go on the website." right now and scroll down and find them um teased a new flavor recently it should be on the website uh as the at the time of this airing and uh people are going bonkers for them so uh we have uh um i'll say we have some better systematics in place now than we did one year ago or even earlier in in this year meaning we um have to pick and choose. We don't want to devote time to scooping protein powder and, and putting it on the scale and sealing the bag and labeling the bag and everything else. But the demand is there for the nut butters. And so have uh, a means of letting people know that we have them. Um, and the feedback is great. And um, a lot of people are looking for some new options, alternatives yeah. to the other nut brands, some nicer brands. Brands without reputations, brands that uh, haven't upset anybody in the past. So if you're looking for a good nut butter made by good people, we've got something for you. That's high. Oh, that's high. Notice I don't have a hat on. 
I don't wear any red hats. Like, we all know. I love it. I yeah, but, love it. Well, thank you so yes. much for telling us your incredible story yeah. from Long Island to LA to New Mexico. Now you're in Florida. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Don't forget. Pittsburgh. Oh, there's the Pittsburgh yeah. area. Yeah. In that time frame. Yeah. And a lot. You've done a lot. You created a brand that is has stayed. It is loyal and it is delicious. Yeah. Like absolutely delicious. And we, I mean, y'all have seen us spit out numerous amounts of protein bars. And I have yet to spit out one of the dive bars. So there. I love the dive bars, especially ours. I know I'm partial. But now I do feel bad because Kelly just said that we've never I I actually did on the live and it was the lime. It was the key lime pie. You will love it. You will love it because it's, it's too tart. It was so live. It was oh, so live. I would love it. And so you'll love it. Like, I don't even like key lime pie at all. No, but I'm going to try everything. Right. So I was like me and Katie both tried it. We're like. This is so live. Oh my God, I can't wait to try it. And you see? <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's in the bowl. Okay. Yeah. Hey, and listen, everything isn't, when we would meet people, I say, everything is not for everyone. No. I, no. We have at any given moment, like 16 plus flavors. You I don't, do. I don't yeah. like them. I used to I'd make them all, so I had to like it. But then after, you know, you go, all right, well, I'm not a Keylon guide myself. Yeah. I'm so, so on certain flavors, but- Oh no, you match the flavor. I just didn't realize you know, it's like, fucking key lime pie. Like I have no idea. Right? I love a good key lime pie. If it like makes my lips pucker, I'm in love. But yes, that one goes all anything lemon lime pucker. Yeah, I'm okay. that is why tequila like margaritas are her drink. So yeah, I literally do not put simple syrup in my margaritas. Like it's literally like straight up lime, straight up lemon, mm-hmm. some tequila, and I take it shaken. Okay. I'll aid in for that. I will try to make that for you Thanks. next summer. Oh, uh, there you go. I, I want to uh, sleep from the ashes margarita bar. Ooh. I love it. I like it. Okay. Give me six months. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll give you six months. But I'll remind you of this in six months. I'm going to put it on my calendar. Uh, <laughs> like June 1st. Yes. Thank you so much for being on and sharing your incredible story. And thank you for just being a great bar for our bariatric Yeah, I can't, I can't express that enough. Thank you both. Thank you. Uh, anybody watching anyone in the community, it's been a pleasure. And like I said, it's, uh, comes from a place within that, uh, I don't share to my, yeah. probably to our detriment, but, uh, it means a lot and to help people and have a, an alternative uh, snack or whatever option. And it's an honor to be a part of individuals diet. Yes. I love it. And if you, want, you guys need to go over to dietbarnutrition.com. Use code OSLB. Check out all the bars that you can have. Ours might be there or sold out. We don't know yet. Hopefully it's sold out. Just, just say it. Um, <laughs> I would eat the onion. It's a little hard, but twice. I want everybody to try it. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like I would like to see it sold out for a third time, but go over to the website and see and see. Try and it. if it is sold out, buy all the other ones because they're they're good. great. They're yeah. amazing. 
Does so, help. Brownie is amazing. Yeah, you're. I like that you try to combine trash can cookie. I know brownie every, every time. I like them both. You do, like and them. I just kind of words their day are really good. <laughs> but also, just go check out the website. Go yeah, get some down butter. Go get some bars. And we love you guys, and we will see you next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcasts. And don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP for all your support needs. That's right. And we even have our own website. So go over to arslevipodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, get that free ebook, and then don't forget to get your merch. And also we're on YouTube, guys. So type in our name, hit that bell and hit subscribe, and you're going to see our lovely faces every single Tuesday. So thank you for listening to Arsleeve Live Podcast, where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.